Welcome to the Thelcom Podcast. Now, here's a question for you. Who doesn't want to live a great life? Surely we all want to live a wonderful life. And this podcast is all about the ingredients for a great life. We'll be sharing the detail of tools, tactics, techniques, mindsets that you can consider and adopt if you like them to create your own great life. We'll be interviewing kind-hearted people who want to share their ideas, their stories, and their methods with you. You are listening to The Thelcom Podcast, and your host is David Lilly. Hello there. This week's podcast is incredibly important for all human beings. It's a subject called the power of the mind, and it affects everything about our life from the levels of contentment and happiness that we live with, but also our capability around the things that we might go on to achieve in our life. Too few of us take the time to study the power of our thoughts and how they can determine our levels of happiness, sadness, optimism, pessimism, contentment, or discontentment. Our thoughts, your thoughts, create beliefs, and these beliefs manifest themselves into your physical behaviours, your actions, and the constant playing of emotions over and over again in our mind like a record that continues to play. Now believe me, if that record is a good record and we enjoy, the constant playing of that record is a good thing. But if we're stuck on a record that's full of negativity and bad memories and bad thoughts, that's not good. We should never underestimate the powerful impact that our thoughts can have on our lives. Ultimately, our thoughts determine our human existence and whether or not we have a positive life. I think it's fair to say the power of your thoughts is actually beyond debate, although some people would want to probably debate with me. There's an avalanche of evidence to prove that what you think you become, or what you think about you most definitely can become. The thoughts you choose to entertain influence heavily what happens in your life. Your beliefs, mindsets and attitudes influence how you behave and how you respond to certain events. Even more so, your thought patterns and the value matrix that you've developed in your life largely decide how you interpret certain life situations. This can make quite a difference between whether you feel you're living in a horrible, apocalyptic world which is designed to punish you, or you're living in a world that confronts you with challenges that are designed to teach you important lessons. Two people might share exactly the same experience, be confronted by the same challenge but the way they interpret and then go on to behave inside and manage the situation is often totally different. Let's look at the subject of parenting, for example. I've long since observed that children who are exposed to parents who tend to become shouters, children go on to become shouters. Children who have short-tempered parents become short-tempered. The thoughts of the parents lead to behaviours of shouting or tension, and this manifests itself into the atmosphere in the family home and the children copy the thinking habits and the behaviours. Conversely, the considered parents, let's call them, who develop habits of better managing how their own thoughts manifest into the physical world, create happier home environments and thus happier, calmer and more considered children, at least more often than not. So taking the time to reconcile to this simple parenting reality and how thoughts affect the world reveals the power of the mind. One person might manage their thoughts and use harsher life lessons to grow stronger. The other might conclude that the universe is conspiring against them, and this contributes to a downbeat mood and even anxiety and depression. 
Now, these are just two basic examples of how our thinking can make a huge difference in the world. In many life situations, it's more important how we choose to interpret and react to what happens. The Bible says, as you think, so you'll become. Now, I'm not a particularly religious person, but I do believe in that sentiment expressed in the Bible. As you think, so your life will become. I actually feel it's almost impossible to question that claim. I feel it's a fact. If you have a desire to affect change in your life and the immediate circumstances around you, you've got to manage and control your thoughts first. I think your mind is like your own personal version of Netflix, you know, the movie channel online or the place where we can get onto movies online. You can decide what type of movie is being played on your own mental screen. The kind of movies that are playing in your mind influence, to a great extent, the life that you're living and you'll go on to lead. Let's take a look at the power of mind and what you can do to try and harness it. You can use your thoughts to affect the world around you. However, this process takes some immense patience and continuous practice. It's patience and practice that some people often don't have. We could fairly use the example of a gardener who sometimes plants seeds to grow flowers and plants. Now, just as seeds can be planted in the earth, thoughts are planted in the mind. And how that seed is treated, fed and watered, largely determine how it grows. Similar to a gardener, you have to continuously water and fertilize the thoughts in your mind for them to manifest. As you slowly plant and nurture the thoughts that you wish to manifest into your physical world, they'll slowly strike roots in your mind. When this happens, your thoughts will start to flow into your subconscious being and embed themselves there. This is where the power of the subconscious mind starts to operate. Over time, this process will begin to influence your behavior. By doing so, it helps you to take the necessary steps for the accomplishment of your life desires. If you begin to plant beneficial and supportive thoughts or seeds of thoughts into your mind, they'll assist you in the accomplishment of your life desires. If you choose to spend time around positive, calm and effective people, their behavior will rub off and plant seeds of influence into your own thoughts. These seeds manifest into your own positive actions and behavior. Unfortunately, most people are not made aware of the process of human thinking. These lessons, these things that I'm referring to now, are not taught in school or adopted by all parents. As a consequence, many unsupportive beliefs and mindsets take roots in the minds of people, which in turn influence their behavior negatively. It's a bit like locking someone in a closed environment. If people can't open their mind to the alternative ways of thinking, they become locked imprisoned into a world they don't enjoy and they don't want to be there. Little do they realize that the key to unlock the door to their troubled mind sits inside of their own thinking habits and capabilities. I often think of this as being like a computer program. We need to program new thinking software. The only difference is that in the human mind we cannot really fully delete the old ways of thinking. We can only rewrite more powerful programs over the top of them. The power of the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is accepted by psychologists as a great source of inspiration, intuition and creativity. It's assumed to make up approximately 90% of the entire brain. This means the conscious mind only takes up 10% of the human brain. Now the subconscious mind is the part of your brain that's always active even when you're sleeping at night. The subconscious mind controls all of your bodily thunk functions all of your bodily functions without you realizing it. It makes your heart beat, helps you to breathe, it decides when you move, 
when you're in your sleep, but it can also play a great role in your daily life. Let's take a look at an example. Imagine you awake one morning in a miserable mood. It happens to us all. Sometimes we don't quite know why, or sometimes events in our life have created that feeling of misery. It's likely that the day you're going to have after waking up miserable might go on to resemble exactly this kind of moody morning mindset. You have a moody day. Now, this is simply because the thought patterns of the subconscious mind affect how you interpret what happens to you and how you interact with the world. Similarly, if you wake in an excellent mood, and we've all probably had that feeling in the summer months where everything's gone well the day before, the sun's shining, we've got a day to look forward to, it's more likely you'll have a more positive attitude to the challenges that presents themselves to you during that day. You'll be more resolute and robust. I'm sure you've had both types of days when you've awoken with optimism and enjoyed a great day and you've awoken also in a negative pessimistic mood and the day has gone on to unfold in a negative way. As you can maybe now see the different thinking patterns play a huge role in the way we're living our lives. The situations that occur in our life might be interpreted entirely differently depending upon your mindsets. It could happen you're confronted with two perfectly similar experiences but your subconscious mind ensures that you interpret these experiences in a totally different manner. So how can we use the power of the mind? Let's look at something known as visualization. We all know that it takes practice and a lot of repetition to master any kind of important skill. Using the method of calm repetition can start to challenge some of our negative thoughts and throttle and jettison some of these thoughts. Over time, these conscious thinking habits can strengthen the specific neural networks that are performing a certain action. Now, only a small proportion of people in the world have concluded these truths that I'm sharing with you now. It is distinctly possible that you can move into an optimistic mindset simply by visualizing an action, by choosing to play a positive movie in your mind. The underlying principles is that your brain cannot really differentiate between an action that is actually performed and something you've simply visualized. No matter if you perform an action or if you simply visualize it, the same process can happen in the brain. Now, without getting too sexual, I'm sure some of you listening to this may be able to play back some of the sexual encounters in your life that have excited you. And you know just of what's happening in your mind, how your sexual organs in your body respond. This type of visualization can help you to gain access to the powers of the mind it can help you to change your attitude and behavior by visualizing the desired outcome or specific actions. What I'm sharing with you now is around the edges of something known as neuro-linguistic programming, which is an increasingly respected practice and technique of thinking and behaving in the world. If you repeat the visualization of your preferred scenes often enough, with a lot of detail, faith and conviction, the subconscious mind will slowly start to consider what you visualize as real experiences. When this happens, the things you visualize will slowly start to manifest themselves in your life. Now, I can personally give you countless examples of this over the years with my own business projects, charity projects, setting up charities and charitable fundraising events, some of the personal desires I've had in my life, some of those might be around developing the home, building an office down the garden on a piece of land that was just impossible to build on because it needed to be chipped away to make it flat, holidays that I've desired, places that I wanted to go and travel, business and personal skills that I've wanted to develop. 
The seed of thought appeared in my mind, and I made the decision to water the seed, to add scenes to the movie, to picture the skills that I needed to be able to go on and produce some of the things I wanted to do. And what started as an idea became real. My wife Sarah will tell you that back in 2008, I couldn't build websites. I decided I needed to, at that juncture in my life, teach myself how to build websites. And so inside three months, what started as a seed of thought became a reality and I could build very credible websites back then. I made the same thinking process around deciding that I wanted to be able to produce the type of videos that wouldn't be out of place on television. So I set about doing the research and acquired the skills to make that possible. And now I think it fair to say that I could produce the type of documentary or short film that wouldn't be out of place on television. The average viewer would not know that it hadn't been produced by a highly qualified television video technician. But all these things started as a seed in my mind. Let's also take the Thelcom formula. After reading countless books on the science of happiness, as you might sense, you know, I'm someone in my life that's not always been happy. So I pursued that in the books that I was reading, the information I was taking on board. And I concluded in the reading of these various books that no memorable formula existed to support the creation of happiness. So I decided to examine the subject and create a formula based on evidence. This seed became a real physical item. You are now listening to something, a Falcon podcast, that was once just a thought. And as I look down at my wrist, on my right hand, I see the Falcon bracelet that has anchored my thoughts to the ingredients that I created for a great life. So many of my thoughts now, day to day, are absorbed with a foundational consideration for the eight aspects of Thelcom. And as a reminder, Thelcom is an abbreviation for letters that create the ingredients for a great life. I believe the ingredients for a great life are time. Time is our number one asset. Without it, we aren't here. We have nothing. H is for health, a healthy body. You know, if we don't have a healthy body, life can be very challenging. Empathy, seeing a situation from someone else's perspective means that there are less fallouts and acrimony in the world and there'd be less wars if there were more empathy. Love is the strongest human emotion you can feel for someone else, be it your mum or dad, your brother or sister, your children or a sexual partner in a lifetime relationship. Kindness, the case for kindness. If everyone would take a day to be kind, if we had a real kindness day in the world where everybody chose to take part, can you imagine the power of what would come out of that one single day? Humility, being prepared to admit when we're wrong, being prepared to say sorry when we've done something incorrect, being modest about our skills. The U is for understanding. Knowledge creates power. Teach a person to fish, you feed them for life. Give them a fish, you only feed them for a day. And finally, the M is for the making of memories. At the end of our life, we will reflect back on wonderful memories. We won't be counting our money or thinking about the physical items that we still have in our life. So the point I'm making here is in the same way that I visualize this Thelcom formula that I'm sharing with you now, if you consistently visualize yourself to be a kind and outgoing person, for example, you will grow into exactly that kind of person after a certain period of time. Now, I also want to talk to you something about the confirmation bias. This is quite important, and I see lots of signs of this in many of the people that I deal with in my life day to day and people that are around me day to day. 
including some of my own family and friends. Now, various studies have found an evidence for a phenomenal, and let's say it's called confirmation bias. Let me try and explain what that means. This is the human mind's tendency to interpret information in a way that confirms our existing beliefs. Our brains tend to use a biased interpretation of information as an energy-efficient and a lazy way of thinking. It's far easier for the brain to link information with some of these existing beliefs than for our brain to challenge them. It uses more mental energy to challenge them for the continuous analysis and interpretation of new information. Our brains can be habit-formed into taking the path of least resistance. Let's say, for example, a person has a more negative outlook on life. Their confirmation bias will increase their tendency to interpret the events in their lives according to their existing negative mindset. In fact, any kind of new information they're confronted with is quickly connected to their negative foundational beliefs. This, in turn, only provides even further proof of the person's window on the world. If a person believes they live in a dark and negative world, they'll definitely find evidence for that everywhere they look. As I reflect on this, I can think of at least two people close to me who are ingrained into a negative groove that they are committed to staying in. They've chosen to live with a negative outlook and they cannot comprehend that their minds cannot pivot these negative thoughts and open the door to the sunshine and the much better way of feeling that comes with optimism. It's critically important to overcome this confirmation bias if you want to make use of the power of your mind. Take the attitude that the past does not need to equal the future. You can override some of your old ways of thinking. Once you're able to prevent this kind of habitual bias from interpreting all information negatively, you'll be in more of a control of your mind. Similarly, if you plant healthy thought seeds, you'll grow healthy and beneficial beliefs and the world around you will start to scatter the sunshine of positivity to reflect these thoughts. If you can genuinely open your mind to the view that the world can offer opportunities, kindness and abundance, you'll inevitably begin to behave differently. And this creates the effect of drawing in positive and unselfish people into your life because they want to be around people like you. So be conscious of your thoughts. Besides the healthy ability of being able to identify the mind's confirmation bias, its lazy way of thinking, it's similarly important to be consciously aware of the thoughts that you choose to entertain. You will never stop some negative thoughts, but you can wrap a blanket of positivity around them and send them on their way. Learn to focus. A focused mind helps you to direct all of your actions towards a given outcome. But if there's little to focus on as a result of uncontrolled thinking patterns, then it's less likely that you will ever accomplish the desired result. By focusing the power of your mind, you can direct your thoughts and actions and your aims. Everything you intensely focus on, you will attract in one way or the other, and that could be a negative. So if you're constantly thinking about negativity and negative things, it's likely those things will manifest. Choose the other option the positive outcomes, the positive visions, the story, your own movie in your mind of the way you want things to be. If a person's attention is heavily concentrated on fears and anxieties, it's likely they will attract these things into their life. Similarly, the person who is focusing on abundance, success, joy and happiness will be more likely to attract these things into their life. Or rather, they'll be more likely to find a positive way through the negative situations they are confronted with. Stop the mind wandering around the dark and negative side and learn to control it. 
Not every thought that pops into your mind should be given oxygen to breathe. Close the door on some of the thoughts that come knocking at your mind's door. Not every thought or idea should be granted access to your mind. Think of a door. Think of that in your mind. When a thought comes in, lock it out. Think of the negative thoughts as having a foul smell, a repulsive smell that you would not want in your home or on your clothes. You most certainly don't want that foul smell in your mind. Just because a thought emerges, it doesn't mean you have to entertain it. Reject and jettison unjust, unbeneficial and toxic thoughts. Imagine batting them into an angry river that quickly takes them away from you. Negative thoughts have no value other than being the opposite of what you don't want. All negative thoughts do is drag you down and impose limits upon you. Learn to identify self-doubt in thinking. Self-limiting or self-doubting thoughts are learned thinking patterns. They're what you've got into the habit of doing, the same way you lay in bed and some of you may fall to sleep easier on your left or your right or laid on your back or laid on your front. These are learned during our childhood years and never become fully aware to us until our life stutters and we feel stagnation and unhappiness. To make use of the power of our mind, it's necessary to break free from these self-limiting beliefs. When you're confronted with self-doubting or limiting thoughts, try to wind back in time and examine where exactly these beliefs originated from. Consider if these thinking patterns hold any legitimacy to them. Consciously ask yourself if there is any evidence to support these kind of negative thoughts. Mostly you'll reveal that there is no evidence that would support their legitimate existence. In many cases, these thinking patterns are simply self-restrictive limitations that we impose upon ourselves. We think we cannot do something we won't. If we believe that we can, we often will, or we at least have a chance. Some of our negative thoughts and limiting beliefs are not founded in reality, which is why you should start to challenge them. Plant positive thoughts. The very best strategy of removing negative thoughts from your mind is to replace them with positive ones. Positive beliefs are those that support you and challenge you to live your life to your full potential. Usually these beneficial beliefs do not simply appear out of nowhere. We must intentionally plant and nurture them. So listening to this podcast, for example, and other podcasts like this on positive subjects will help you. It's important to identify unhelpful beliefs in the first place. It helps you to understand which negative beliefs need to be addressed and replaced with positive ones. Challenge each and every belief that you have if you don't find it helpful. If necessary, challenge your entire belief system. Ask yourself what your values are and your beliefs are and where they came from and look for what evidence there is out there to support those values and beliefs. And as you continue to plant positive thoughts and replace negative ones with positive ones, you will slowly, I promise, start to restructure your mind. By getting rid of all the toxic thoughts that limit you, you can gradually build a better life. So in conclusion, if you want to affect beneficial changes in your life and your power of your mind, you have to first address the world within your mind, between your two ears. The external conditions you're confronted with will seldom change if you don't change the internal goings-on in your head. Pay close attention to the thoughts that you choose to entertain. If you carefully choose beneficial thoughts and cultivate them diligently, they'll help you to affect changes in the world around you. Make it a habit to think intensively about the things you wish to manifest, e.g. happiness, prosperity, joy and health. Study the Thelcom formula. Go to the website thelcom.com 
and plant these ingredients in your life. Look at some of the videos that I've shared on the Thelcom website. Do not allow your actions to be guided by fear and anxiety. Replace these with more beneficial mindsets. Now I'm going to close this podcast with a story that pulls on every emotion. It's the story of the thoughts of one man who had clarity of thought in the aftermath of one devastating event. Now there's a company out there called Cantor Fitzgerald and that company lost two-thirds of its staff in the 9-11 attack on the Twin Towers in New York. Now immediately after the event, the chief executive of the company promised to look after the families of those who had been deceased. However, only days after that he made this promise, he was forced to stop paying the salaries of those that had passed away. The reality was there just wasn't enough money or immediate future revenues to pay the families of the deceased. Paying the beneficiaries would have seemed like the right moral choice for this company to do, but it would have killed the company's modest cash flows. And let's not forget that much of the company's talent, including the CEO's brother, died in the attack. So the company just couldn't function like it did without its talent. It was a company in a real mess, a real challenge because of events that have been thrust upon it. Now, you might imagine how this decision to stop payments to the families of the deceased impacted those loved ones. Not only had they lost their nearest and dearest, they were now financially challenged. However, the CEO did promise to set aside 25% of the company's future annual profits for the benefit of the families. I imagine at that time that was little consolation, thinking about what might come in the future. But let's wind forward to today. Now, I'm told the company has paid out close to two hundred million dollars to the families of the deceased and the same fund does other amazing charity work what's more 40 of the children of the 9-11 victims now work for the company now i'm no expert on this company or the ceo who by the way is a guy called howard lutnick but for me this is a stronger story i've heard about the strength and adversity about doing the right thing even set against circumstances which make doing the right thing seemingly impossible or very hard indeed. Howard Lutnick's mind must have been awash with many negative thoughts as he made the unenviable decision to stop the salaries to the deceased loved ones. But he played a movie in his mind. He had a vision for how things could turn out in the future. His thoughts became a clear vision and his vision became real on the back of this unthinkably bad situation. Try to remember that your mind creates both your current reality and your destiny. It will manifest the thoughts you have diligently entertained in your mind. Start using the power of your mind to create a better life. Take control of your thoughts and realize just how important they are to your future and to your happiness. My name is David Lilly. I'm the creator of the Thelcom Formula and the author of the up-and-coming book called The Ingredients for a Great Life. I'd like to once again thank you for taking the time to listen to me today and sharing some of your precious time with me on the 18th of November 2018. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you think the power of the mind, thoughts that I've shared in this podcast can benefit people that you know, your friends or family, then why not share it with them? Why not think of three, four or five people that you feel would enjoy this podcast and would get benefit from it? I'd also be hugely grateful if you would write me a positive review on whatever podcast engine you're listening to this on. That might be iTunes or Apple Player, as I think they now call it. Whatever you're choosing to do with the coming week in November, I wish you health and happiness. Until next week, thank you.